today's stories. U.S. Court of Appeal says descheduling cannabis is up to Congress. Washington State have approved draft social equity licensing rules. And did wholesale cannabis disruptions impact Canada's cannabis market? Hi there, this is Neil with your Cannabis Daily episode for Friday the 16th of September. Since 2017, Business of Cannabis has highlighted the companies, brands, people and trends driving the cannabis industry. Feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com where you'll be able to sign up for our daily newsletter. Now, let's get into today's stories. Our first story, and in the case United States of America versus Green, the defendants argued that cannabis's scheduling in the US Controlled Substances Act has no rational basis because cannabis does not meet the statutory criteria for inclusion on Schedule 1, reports Benzinga. The judges, however, ruled that the argument is insufficient to compel the court to determine the cannabis Schedule 1 status is unconstitutional. Because there are other plausible considerations that could have motivated Congress's scheduling of marijuana, we conclude that its classification does not violate the plaintiff's due process or equal protection rights. Our second story, the Washington State Liquor and Cannabis Board approved draft social equity licensing rules for cannabis licensees on August the 3rd that would add Section 570 Social Equity in Cannabis Program to Washington Annotated Code, WAC, Title 314-55, according to Lexology. The rule is aimed at granting retail cannabis licensing opportunities to people who have been disproportionately affected by the war on drugs and could go into effect as early as September 28th. Harris Bricken at Lexology's Law blog discusses his concern that, if unchanged, parts of the rule are likely to harm the very people it's intended to benefit. Before we get into our final story, have you followed this show in your favorite podcast app yet? Look out for a button marked follow or subscribe and click it so you never miss a future episode. Our final story. Service disruptions at two of Canada's biggest government-run cannabis wholesalers in August do not appear to have meaningfully impacted the broader market, interim data for the month suggests, according to MJ Biz Daily. However, some say the evident top-line growth doesn't paint a full picture of potential sales had there been no disruptions nor does it account for consumers who returned, some permanently, to the illicit market or stores that could close for good in the coming months because of unreliable wholesalers. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 12,000 others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7am with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with you on Tuesday after the bank holiday for another episode of Cannabis Daily. Cannabis Daily.